Welcome to the After Hours Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, D-Rock, and today I'm joined by one of my favorite people, quite honestly, and someone who is so instrumental and influential in the session wrestling game and just one of the most positive, best people I know, and I'm honored that she came on the show again to talk about something that's coming up soon that's really important, and it's the one and only Jennifer Thomas. Jen, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me once again. I'm always uh, I'm always happy to be here and to uh, talk about the industry and seeing how we can improve it and make it grow and become a better place. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know there's just been, because like you were saying before we recorded, there's always, you're always staying busy and doing so much to help, you know, the industry grow and to help other women grow. And I know this Saturday, May 25th, you're taking your, your talents to Tampa. Unlike LeBron went to South Beach, you're going to Tampa to host a, <laughs> a very important uh, seminar. So wanted to hear more about that and let more people know what's what to expect this weekend. Uh, yes, basically it's a girls-only seminar. So sorry, guys, you're not allowed <laughs> for this one. Um, but hopefully for the future, we will include men and we'll just kind of separate it because I believe that us girls, the topics that we want to discuss are kind of like a girls only topics, you know, kind of like um, where the girls just want to feel more comfortable with speaking amongst each other and then include the men later as far as like, what can we do to make their experience better in the set in a session or whatever. But uh, this was all of um, the idea of Sarah Brooke. Cause when I was telling Sarah Brooke about the, um, and I'm sure we all know Sarah Brooke, she's a wonderful woman absolutely in, in Florida. Um, she says, why don't you please come out to Florida? The girls out here could really use something like this. And so I spoke it over with Desi, and Desi was all for it. And we're like, let's make this happen. You know, uh, so, yeah, we're going to go to Tampa. And it's going to be great because a lot of the ladies there I have never met before. So it's going to be great to be able to meet them, talk with them, hear, hear what um, suggestions that they have as far as, how can we make the industry a better place? And I'm not saying that it needs, I'm, I mean, it's already great as is, but I'm always a believer of a work in progress. There's always better to be done and um, seeing what ways we can contribute to making that happen. No, absolutely. And I think that's awesome that you and Sarah and Des, you know, decided to do this because, you know, like you said, it's already a great industry and a great place for a lot of people. And you are a big, you know, I know you don't like to, you're very humble, but I'll say it for you. You're a big reason why we've seen so much growth over these years and in popularity and people feeling, you know, more comfortable to, to share their love of session wrestling and to really build this community. A, a huge reason we have that and we're growing is because of you. So I say thank you. But mm-hmm. I just, you know, cause I think a lot of people who from the outside, even fans, people who really enjoy session wrestling, don't know that there's a lot of things that us fans don't understand that you ladies go through besides just, you know, looking awesome and kicking ass, which you guys do great. But there's a lot of things that like go into it that we probably don't even realize. And I was wondering, what are those some of those things that maybe like we don't realize that really, you know, are some like I don't want to say obstacles, but maybe some things that we don't think about that day in and day out session wrestlers go through. Well, it's pretty much like we have a we have like behind the scenes. So there's a lot more to it when we just 
besides just showing up to wrestle with a person with anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of communication involved and, um, it can be quite overwhelming because a lot of us women, (laughs) I mean, we have a kind of like, we have a large following. And so with that large following comes a lot of emails and with a lot of those emails comes a lot of questions and it's a lot of back and forth emailing as far as to schedule a session and what the guy wants and, um, how we had experience great for them. And, uh, so as, and also like with deposits, you know, issues with deposits, issues with girls. So, so some of it is, for example, girls that use deposit money to pay for their travel. I'm not a fan of that. Mm. And the reason why I'm not a fan of that is because emergency situations could always happen where they have to cancel their trip. And now they have to refund these deposits. But the deposit money is no longer available because they used it to pay for the expenses. That's usually non-refundable or whatever. Right. So that's definitely an issue within the session industry on the girls' side. You know, and I'm kind of a believer that if you don't have the money to pay up for yourself travel, then you shouldn't be going. You should not use other people's monies to pay for your travel um, because it's too high risk. Right. So it's kind of like stuff like that, you know, and then as far as showing up in time and just, you know, being common courtesy. It's amazing how, you know, important common courtesy is, you know, just... Mm -hmm. You know, making sure that you show up on time, making sure that you're clean, making sure that you're not on the phone the entire time of the session, you know, um, just 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 being like I said, being polite and being professional and giving that person exactly what they're expecting, which is you dominating them and kicking their butt. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I will say and I know people say that about you. And I think it's a really a talent that doesn't get talked about enough is when you read reviews on like male versus female or on session girls and people saying like, wow, we had an hour, an hour and a half with Jennifer and I never felt like she watched the clock or was distracted. I felt like she was focused the whole time. And then it's like, I know for me, sometimes I get amazed because then I'm like, all right, well, we have an hour of doing it Saturday night at eight o'clock. And then I'm like, man, so-and-so is really engaged. And then it's like, all right, well, this was great. Thank you. And it's like 9 o'clock on the dot. And I'm like, that's a skill, like, to keep that schedule and to, like, make that person to be present, you know, in the moment. But yet also know that, all right, I have someone from 8 to 9. I have someone coming at 9.30. So I got to make sure they're good to go, showered and everything. And then I got to get ready for the next person. Like, that's, like, not as easy as people, like, kind of think it is. Well, I believe it can kind of come natural. So, for example, the women that are really into sessioning, that really, truly enjoy it, and they love it, I believe that that's just like a natural way of, they just know how to make that person, they're not being completely business. They're really, truly enjoying that time and that interaction with that man. And and I know that's how I am, where sometimes I'm even kind of sad that they have to go. Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) um, but f- so, so it becomes a lot more personalized, you know, versus just beating you up and kind of like slam, bam, thank you, sir. Goodbye. You know, it's, uh, so I think as far as like, it's just how the girl is and how she, how she is genuine with 
how much she enjoys doing what she's doing. No, absolutely. Because there are a few girls out there that are only in it just for the sake of the money. And it's those girls that I feel like you feel less connected to because there's not that genuine passion for wrestling. There's not that genuine passion for domination. And to they're, they're not, they're just, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's no substance. There's no, there's no heart in it. Which, and, I, and, I, and just, this is just my opinion. I believe that if you're like that, you might get someone once, but then when you come back to that area, you're not going to get that person who's like, you know, just like, and I'll be honest, I saw you, you know, you came to the Philly area in April and it's like, oh yeah, whenever Jen comes to Philadelphia or the nearby, I'm going to make sure whatever, like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to be there unless like, God forbid, I'm sick or a family emergency. I'm going to be there because of how, you know, like you said, that passion, how you're engaged and how you make that person feel. And so it's to me, like, I feel like that's how you kind of get those people who will follow you to whatever degree. If you're doing something, you're putting out a video or doing this event or doing something totally different, you're going to have those fans who will follow you because they remember and know how you make them feel connected. Well, it's really simple. I treat people the way I want to be treated. So, you know, if I'm paying good money for something, I want to make sure that I enjoy that experience for whatever it is that I am paying for. And um, I, I've, I've never liked it when I felt like just a customer or just a number or just whatever. I, I really like it when it's engaged and it's engaging. Um, so that's what I want to give. You know, I want to give what I enjoy. So... You know, that's really kind of the bottom line about it. But with this seminar, it's just going to be really good to discuss these type of things and just overall professionalism, overall, you know, like I said, showing up on time, even with like the producers and showing up for custom shoots, making sure that the girls arrive on time. Because what happens is that if a girl doesn't show up on time, there's a lot of us girls just sitting there waiting for her to show up. And we're just like wasting a lot of our day away because one girl's an hour and a half, two hours late and we can't start our, our matches, you know? So it's, yeah. it's not just the session wrestling. So yes, it's a wrestling seminar, but it's not based on sessions only. It's also based on uh, working for producers and production work as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And also I, I know you're, you're going to be talking, which I think is really interesting and also important because I feel like no matter what industry you're in, we kind of, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other night about it. Like, we need that person who we can vent to, who, like, who understands what we're doing, you know, because sometimes even our friends or our loved ones, even if they are understanding, they don't they don't know what it's like because they're not in it. And so I think, like, you put out that you're going to talk about how to, like, network. And I was just wondering if you could talk to, like, myself and the listeners about how important that networking is for, like, the you and, like, the other session wrestlers and kind of having that community amongst yourselves where like only cause only you guys know what it's like to really go through the grind of not just the sessions, but the traveling and production. And I think a network of, you know, and having that community is so important. Well, excuse me. Absolutely. Because it's like a sisterhood, it's a community. And, um, a lot of us girls have not met, each other before and only recently through these events and through these seminars girls are being able to connect more where they wouldn't have had that opportunity otherwise uh so we're able to have great discussions and we also have each other's back 
So, um, for example, there was this recent incident where one of the producers out here in Vegas, um, you know, I've I've experienced personally not so good things with this person mm -hmm. and other girls had complaints about it, too. I decided to report it, you know, and make it public. And I've never really done that before. I've always been kind of quiet about things and whatever. But I'm like, hey, you know, us as women, we need to stand up for what's right. And if things are happening behind the scenes that are not right, people should be aware of that. And so I kind of put it out in the spotlight. Of course, you know, I get attacked for it by that producer, but it's kind of like the women will back, we need to back each other up. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. we can't create change unless we have support within amongst each other, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, that network is important because that networking establishes relationships. And with those relationships comes trust, comes loyalty, and comes the desire to um, just create a more positive environment within amongst us all. Because if we're all separated and we don't network and we don't meet with each other and we don't communicate, then a lot of things kind of stay under the rug, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, not so good things stay under the rug. And we don't want that. We want a positive, um, empowering environment for all of us. No, absolutely. And it's something that I think it's great because I think it's a great lesson you know, obviously for what, you know, you're going to be talking about on May 25th in Tampa, the, the wrestling seminar, but I think for everyone, which is that a lot of times it's about coming together at that community, because to me, if you do something great, then the way it should be looked at is all you ladies are, you know, this helps everyone and everyone can have opportunities and can grow and can grow financially, can grow that brand and, and all those great things. So I think it's important that when it's separated and, and like you said, like when someone is doing wrong, when there's that producer or that that fan or customer who's doing, it's like, hey, like let's have each other's back because we don't want anyone else to go through these bad experiences. And then when, when one of you guys wins, everyone wins, including the fans, because this is something that we want to, to continue to grow and and to not be so, you know, quote unquote underground because we're we're proud of 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 you guys and we're proud of session wrestling and proud proud of love in session wrestling exactly none of us should be ashamed of what we're doing <laughs> you know I've, I've never understood how you know why like why it's kind of like shunned by mainstream society but um you know i, I want to kind of break that barrier and just like i said in the last interview that we had just you know put a more positive light upon us and you know, just all of us kind of just do what we love and, you know, share it with others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And now this is just me freestyling here. But you, you know, even throughout the pandemic, you did an awesome, you know, Session Girls like live event. Um, and it was all I tell you, I watched it. <laughs> it was really cool. Now, is that something that maybe can also one of those things that can help and not just cause I know you you do so much but for other people because you know you're out in the west coast but there's different countries there's different places in the U.S. that hey there's session wrestlers there and they can kind of throw events that can really help promote the business do you think that's something that I know we're kind of hopefully not going to getting 
you know, toward the end of the pandemic, but coming out of the pandemic, we can kind of start having more of these events that can kind of bring this community together? Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely want to expand. I don't want everything to just be on the West Coast, you know, because I feel like that limits it limits us, kind of puts us in a box. I want to definitely expand. I have uh, Maxine Stryker in Toronto who's interested in doing a, an event there. Uh, I know that we had discussed possibly doing an event out on the East Coast, somewhere right. in Philadelphia or New York or wherever. I would love that. You know, so my goal is definitely to expand in different locations. Um, and because there's like, you're right, there's like different groups of girls in different geographic areas. We're all different. We all have different styles, uh, different personalities. And um, it would be nice to have those different flavors and not just have everything be the West Coast girls, you know? Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, have that kind of WrestleMania type of event where all the girls from everywhere go in one spot and do an amazing event, you know? So, you know, it's just, um, it's just about making it happen. Yeah, and I think you guys, and that's the thing I think is awesome, like, I'm going to age both of us, so forgive me, Jen, but, like, when I first reached out to you, which is crazy, it was, like, 10 years ago, we started mm -hmm. talking, and it really did seem like, you know, you were the one who was doing all this, and now it's, like, cool to see, like, there's other ladies getting involved, and, like, back 10 years ago, I, you know, I wouldn't have thought there would be a session girls, you know, two back in a row and you did an amazing job. I know that's not easy planning those mm -hmm. like two session girl live events in a row and they're only going to get bigger and better. Like, do you feel that? Do you feel like this community, like, do you see it like trending upward as far as its growth and as far as popularity and being, I guess, quote unquote, mainstream? Absolutely. I see so much potential in this industry. I believe like we like 15 years from now, this is going to be like, you would never think that it's going to be where it's going. And I see it. I see it in my mind, like the visions that I, you know, it's just all about, I see it, but I don't know how it's going to get there. Meaning like, I know that I've done my part to do the best I can, but I can't do everything. Absolutely. And this is why, this is why I need help, Yeah. <laughs> you know, from other people that are passionate about the industry. You know, where like Maxine Stryker, she's offered to, you know, help hold an event in Toronto. Um, so, and you, you know, so as, as if we can work together as a community to make these events grow and expand to go to different locations, uh, I definitely see well, there could be a, a much bigger following that comes from it that would have never been there otherwise. A, a more mainstream following, you know, because like, that event that I had at the Nerd Bar in Fremont in Vegas a couple months ago, um, people were fascinated by it. They loved it, you know, and I, I want to do that again, more public places. I don't want to be so much underground. Um, you know, I just want to show, I want to, I just want to bring a spotlight, you know, and with the seminars and with that networking with the girls, you know, and getting to know each other, it just provides a stronger bond for us to participate in more different things, whether it even be a Session Girls Academy or whether it be a Session Girls Airbnb house where we have a house where girls can, you know, fly in and do their sessions from a beautiful home somewhere. And, you know, kind of just like making it this awesome, awesome uh, 
you know, world of mixed wrestling. Yeah. Um, because I look at it, I remember back in fall of 2019, um, and I'm not saying we have to like copy this like model, but like, um, Exotica. So like different, like, um, people who are in like the adult industry, like they, and it was in different cities, but, and I went to the one in 2019 that was in like North Jersey, but it was really cool because you got to meet different like stars, take pictures. You also got to go, like people were selling different products and stuff like that. But there's also worse seminars and people were talking about things. And I think like, it doesn't have to be like, like, like a copy of Exotica, but something like that where there's like, yeah, there's like the session girls type of event where there's like great matches, either scripted or non-scripted. But then there's like a spot for like, you know, women who are interested in maybe doing this um, professionally or maybe they just want to do it with like, you know, whoever, like their, their partner. Like there's places they can talk. And then also for like the guys as fans, ways to be good fans and ways to make sure to respect, you know, your late, like the ladies like boundaries and to be appropriate and different things like that. Like I think is really, um, would be really cool to see and to have. Yes. I, t- I 100% agree with you. And I want to make all this, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to make this happen. And you're, you're doing it. You're doing it. So now what would you say? Cause you have, and sometimes I do, um, I know, I know it's a passion. I know you love it, but I feel bad. And that's why I kind of, in whatever way I can just to be that, whether it's a person to vent to or to run something by or to actually get involved. Like, I just want to help because as someone who cares about you and someone who cares about this, like, I think it's awesome. What are, what are some of the things that you look at? Like, I know it's like kind of off the cuff, but that you could like use some help in and helping to grow that you could use other people who are in the industry or just fans and helping to, to help you make this grow. Well, I think what I need to do, and this is, I don't want to say kind of my fault is I need to reach out more. So I need to maybe like for the next event, post something where people can volunteer their services or their knowledge or their whatever for the things that I need. So basically maybe have a website that says, hey, the, the next event's going to be here, but we need volunteers and this is what I need volunteers for and like list what those are. And then people can email me that says, hey, I can volunteer for this or I can volunteer for that, um, you know, or the knowledge, like finding a venue for an event, you know, like I know Vegas and I know Los Angeles, but I don't know Toronto. I don't know Philadelphia. Right. I don't know where to hold an event. So, um, just getting the knowledge from people as far as like, what can they do to help me bring the pieces together to make it all happen? Uh, because it kind of gets overwhelming for me, (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) you know, to figure it all out. So, so, but that's that's because I just need to do more reaching out and, uh, I know that if I did reach out, people would respond. It's just, I haven't done that and I need to start doing that more. No. And I understand because it's a lot of times it's, you know, when it's someone, (laughs) when it's someone's vision, even though other people may like believe in it, but it's your, it's hard to, because you know, it's, it's that vulnerable. And we've talked about it like before, like you and I, like that vulnerability of, you know, you're saying like, it's hard, especially someone who's as badass as you like to say, like, I may need some help with this or, but it's true. Like, I know 
in my own personal life, I used to help out at like a theater and I started by, you know, a friend, you know, I was supporting a friend and it was like, hey, if you volunteer to help park cars, you get a ticket to like watch the, the, the play. And it's like, could be things like that. Like, hey, volunteer to help with this or that. And if you do, you get a free ticket inside. But if you volunteer to um, help, you know, find a catering spot or volunteer to help find a venue, like, you know, you know what I mean? Things like that. that well, absolutely. It creates a, it creates a win-win scenario. You know what I mean? It's just not, you know, it's it's not just one-sided where, you know, you're like, okay, help me with this, but I'm not going to give you anything in return. You know, I'm all about giving something back in return. I mean, my name, my name has been karma for so many years for a reason, you know? <laughs> That's true. So, so you get what you receive. And um, so, so yes, absolutely. Anyone that volunteered, of course, I would want them to they would be able to be part of that event for free um, or, you know, even have a couple paid positions as well, you know, but what I've realized in the past, which has been so amazing is that people actually, some of them will actually just reach out and say, Hey, Jennifer, I heard that you're having an event. You know, if you need someone to pick up the trash, I'll be there to pick up the trash. And I'm like, Oh, how cool are you? You know, thanks. Yeah. you know, so, um, so, so, yeah, but it's more so, you know, finding the proper people like the announcers, the DJs, the venue, uh, that can be difficult. So, um, so it's just about finding those resources. Absolutely. And, um, and I know it doesn't surprise me that people reach out because, you know, I, I who knows if you, you can't, there's no figure you could put on it, but from just all the things you've done as a session wrestler, but then also as like a business owner, the lives you've impacted and like really, you know, made people who aren't, who don't feel comfortable in their own skin or maybe were afraid to express themselves and you've given that outlet. So like, it, it really is remarkable and I'm not surprised at all that people want to help. And I know that like, if you reach out even more, people will volunteer because A, that's the person you are and then B, um, You've impacted. I, I don't think probably even I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I don't even think you'll know like how many lives people you've really touched along the way doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for saying that, because I, I think I failed to recognize that, you know, I kind of, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like I run a website. I do sessions. I do videos. I'm a session girl myself. And I provide a platform for other girls to promote themselves. And I I do a lot of the, you know, back and forth emails with not just the men, but with the women too. But I've never realized that my website was going to be such an influence on others. And I'm, I'm just blessed and grateful that I was inspired to create Session Girls um, and make that community grow to the point where it has today. I never, I never expected that to happen. So I'm kind of evolving with it. And, and that's interesting because I, and I was honestly going to ask you that, like when you started sessioning, was it like pretty quickly that you saw like, oh, this industry, not just you personally, but even this industry can grow? Or was that like kind of over time that you were like, oh, I, I think this can grow? Like was it a quick kind of like realization or did it take a while for you to see the potential of, of session wrestling as an industry? To be honest, I didn't see it at all <laughs> like that. I just kind of rode the waves, 
you know? So I didn't even think about, oh, I see potential in this industry growing. I was, I'm in it as it's growing with everybody else. What I did was I saw a need for something and that was a website where girls can manage their own profiles. Session girls would have never existed if um, I didn't see the need for girls to be able to, like I just said, manage their own profiles with WB270, which has been an amazing site. And it's pretty, it was, it gave me all the opportunities that I have right now. Um, but the problem was, is that we always had to go through a third party to make any changes regarding our profiles, regarding our travels, regarding everything. So I wanted to create something where we had more control over that. And that's how session girls originated. Um, but I didn't do that thinking that, you no, know what I mean? I, like, absolutely. I, didn't, I didn't know that it was going to be what it is. <laughs> and and I, I say that, uh, I asked that for a reason to kind of set this up, like, because that's what makes it to me more inspiring and amazing is you just went, like you said, you rode the wave and you saw a need and you're not like this, like, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not saying like you're not good at tech, but you're not like an IT person. But you just felt like the passion, and you didn't wait for. Well, someone else will do that. You stepped up and did it, and I think I, I can speak for me, but I know for other people, it's inspiring for me because, like, hell, it, it was ha- you know inspirational for this podcast and like stepping up and just being like, you know, why wait for other other people to do it? Because I remember, you know, and shame on me, like when we were talking. You know, during a session a few years ago, I, and you were doing the, the awesome session girls interviews, which are still amazing. But I was like, yeah, you should do a podcast. And then it was kind of like you were like, you should. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, and it finally took this past, you know, sadly, this pandemic. But like to be like, sometimes we can't always wait for other sometimes, even if it's not in our forte, but we're passionate about it. We need to go and step up. Well, this is what I say. The time is now. Yes. There is there is no right time. The right time is right now. So whatever it is in your mind that you want to create and do, don't put it off and say, oh, I'll wait till this or, oh, well, the pandemic sucks and, you know, we'll just have to wait till after the pandemic is over. You don't have to wait till the pandemic is over. You could do shit right now within it, you know, um, and just kind of like maneuver your way through those obstacles. I, I like, you know, like I still had that event, but I made it live stream only because of COVID, but I still made it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't cancel the event and say, well, thanks COVID. You know, I'll just have to put it off for six more months. I didn't do that. Like, I don't let shit control me. <laughs> right. I control it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. You know, at least to the best of my abilities. So. No, you do, and um, and I'll be honest, and I haven't said it to you, but I'll say on the podcast when we met, you know, you were in Philly in mid-April, and I was just tired, like from the nine to five and and doing, you know, two podcasts and trying to grow them. And I remember you were like, "Well, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna take a break, you know." From and I'll be honest for all listeners, I was like, "I'll take a little bit of a break from the sessions podcast. I wasn't gonna be done, but I was like, I'm taking a break." And you were like, "Well, why?" And I was like, well, "I'm tired." And you said what you just said to me, like, then, and and I'll be honest, like, the next week after you like, left, it hit me, and I was like, you know what, like, it, it had not to be, I know we're talking about COVID, but I'm like, yeah, I'll sleep, I'll sleep later, or I'll just, the time is now, and it's like, I love session wrestling, I love doing this podcast and the connections and talking to amazing people like yourself, and 
others. And I want to see this industry grow. I want to help in any way I can be part of that vision and that dream that you've had and the other ladies have. And I'm like, yeah, what am I going to wait for? Like, you know, I'm not going to put off till, well, you know, maybe later in the summer or, you know, next year, whatever the case, like, let's go right now. So I appreciate that because it gave me revitalized energy to like, yeah, let's keep going. Well, you know what they say? They say you snooze, you lose. (laughs) So, so, uh, so yes. And I'm just very appreciative that you, uh, have picked, you've decided to actually do it. You know what I mean? Like you took the initiative to finally make it happen. It's better late than never. Right. Absolutely. So, So there you go. And I know that, you know, when we had talked about it years ago, we, like we were both, you know, yeah, I never, you actually made it happen. You're the one. And we, now since this, when we saw each other in April, we decided to join forces together to help each other out, you know, to kind of make it a dual type of podcast where Session Girls is involved, um, but yet still keeping it, you know, after our sessions as well, you know, so... Like I said, it's another win-win scenario, but I'm just grateful that you decided to, you know, make these make these podcasts actually happen because I'm already, I don't know where I could have done it because it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just that I don't have a lot of time to do it because I'm full-time on everything. No, and, and the truth is, it's like, um, it shouldn't just be you. You know what I mean? Like, it... it, it you, I mean, you are definitely a part of it, be part of it, but it should be of other people, you know, everyone brings something to the table that can help and as long as they're in the right positive mindset and want to put ego aside to help, like it shouldn't all be on you. And that's one thing, like from talking with you all these years, like I don't want that for you. I want you to be, cause you know, you're a badass and you're awesome and like leading the charge, but to be delegated, you know, so like, because it shouldn't just be on one person. It should be on all, everyone who loves this doing what we can to help it grow. And because like I said, we all win, you know, um, even like, you you know, it was live streamed and, and, you know, COVID stopped, you know, maybe from like me flying out there, but it was still awesome to see you and all the other ladies doing this great event. And not only was it great to watch, but I was so appreciative because, you know, like I said, even during that example, like pre-COVID, the, 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 what this does for so many people is unbelievable. But then during COVID in this past year and some change, which has been just so crazy every which way, it was awesome on a Saturday night that, hey, and I have friends like, oh, you want to come over and watch the Flyers playoff game? No, I'm watching Session Girl Live and I'll talk to you <laughs> afterwards. Like... And it was yeah. awesome. And they were like, okay. And I'm like, the, it, it brought me so much joy. I know it brought, I was talking on Twitter that night, so many other people joy. So like, it, you know, I'm thankful even in this crazy year that was 2020, you and the other ladies took that, you know, opportunity and you put yourselves out there because everyone would have understood if you said not this year, no one would have said anything, but you guys did that. And so I, I say thank you to you and everyone who was a part of it. Absolutely. And I want to exactly. And it's not just me. It's all of us girls. None of this could happen if it wasn't for all of us, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, I I always like to say, I don't really want to be the leader of the pack. I just want to be the one of many leaders, you know, and I like that. um, mm -hmm. So, so, and I believe that as we do that, 
We're just going to make even better events. We're going to make better seminars. We're going to improve in every aspect. I mean, we're just like right now starting. We're like little seeds right now. The events are even just seeds. The seminars are just seeds. We're holding the seminar inside of a hotel room, you know, and it's kind of like one day maybe it might be in an an arena. You know what I mean? Like you you never know how, where life is going to take you and how much growth there's going to become with it. But what I'm trying to say is like, like the involvement of all of us. One person cannot create the kind of power all of us as a community can bring. So uh, I'm just excited for the future with the community that we have and the leadership that we all have amongst all of us. No, and I think you should, you might need to put that on a t-shirt. I like that. <laughs> I like that line. Do you want to be the leader of the path? I want to be one of many leaders. That's really good. Like you might need to put that on a shirt. Give that to all the ladies <laughs> to rock and stuff like that. That'd be, that was, that's really good. I will. Thanks. I will always give you crap. I won't steal that. I'll say. <laughs> I don't mind. I'll say it came the, out of nowhere. I'll it say was the, inspired by the universe. <laughs> no, it was good though. I really liked it, um, and it's it's good. Mm-hmm. No, um, let me ask you, kind of not like to like put you on the spot, but just if you look back at you know Jennifer, who first started session wrestling, what's like one piece of advice you would say to you like your younger self like if you could go back in time that like oh okay like that would help you on this like journey like if you could like give your that person who like first said all right I'm gonna do session wrestling I'm gonna go for it what's something that maybe you didn't think about like that like oh it's a pitfall or even it could be positive something that's positive that came that you didn't think would you know back when you first started this like you could go back in time and tell that that Jennifer who was just starting? Well, when I first started sessioning, I knew nobody and I knew nothing. All I knew was a BB270 and I had to send my information in and then just wait for emails to come in from guys. I didn't know any of the girls. I knew nothing. So, um, and I didn't even really know how to wrestle. I was just starting in pro wrestling. And um, of course I had my gym training because I used to compete, but I had no resources. I had nowhere to reach out to except for Bill with WB270. Um, And I think what's great about now is I feel like, first of all, and I don't mean to say it, but I believe that there's a bonus for me being the owner of Session Girls, that a woman is actually doing it. Mm -hmm. Because I think that when women have questions, they feel much more comfortable going to another woman versus a man. Right. Uh, especially in this industry where you're meeting men that are strangers in hotel room, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, so I think women feel com- more comfortable speaking with other women um, w- within this industry. But uh, as far as like, I don't know, like in my mind, I wish there was more resources to reach out to, like, like uh, some sort of, you know, now I, you know, like, like these seminars, like if I would have, you know, there wasn't much social media out there either. I mean, come on, this was like 2003. Right. So, you know, the times have really changed. But if I would have known that there's a seminar that was going to help not just the women that are already established in the industry, but new girls as well, I would be like signing up for that, you know, um, because I want to learn how to be successful and I want to learn what to do. I don't know nothing. I'm naive, you know, so 
So basically, I would just, you know, want more resources of where I could reach out to to get help to lead me through the path of the mixed wrestling industry, but about traveling and what the success is with traveling and doing sessions and having multiple men a day coming to your hotel room to wrestle them, you know. So when you're first introduced to this world, it's very foreign. It's very strange. No, and I and I think and I appreciate you answering it because I think it's uh I think you do have to to stay because even though it's a, you due to the you know women like you and so many others have made it more like resources and people will reach out and you can build a community better than when you started. It still I think like can be overwhelming and daunting if you don't know this world and you're you know being a session. I can only imagine, and if you don't have a love or a passion for it. I can see it kind of really making it hard because there's just, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of different things that's coming well, at you. I believe what you put in is what you put out. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, and you also have to be a risk taker. For example, a girl that knows nothing about the business, they're just starting into it, and they throw their photos up there. They have to establish themselves as, uh, and the only way to really do that is by getting yourself out there. And the way to get yourself out there is to travel, set yourself up in different cities, let men, you experience you as far as your strength and whatever it is that you do in your sessions, let them carry whatever. And you form a reputation, you gather a reputation and within that reputation, then then your business will pick up because people will hear about you. They'll know about you. They'll know you're legit. They'll know that, you know, you're professional. They'll know that you're going to answer emails and that kind of lead. That's what's going to take you to success within the industry. If you're not willing to take chances, you're not going to get far. Right. Right. You can't just, you can't just, you know, be a session girl and live in the middle of Wisconsin or live anywhere and just, Wait for them to come to you and expect to be successful. You have to put yourself out there. You have to do things that's going to get you exposure. Work with different producers. Let those, you know, and um, have videos out there of you where that where people will run into you on YouTube or on, you know, Utopia Entertainment or Scissor Foxes or wherever. So you you have to be seen, and the only way to be seen is to get outside of your box. No, that's true, and I think. I don't hear, because I'll be honest, I don't know personally, like, women who are like, oh, I might do session wrestling. I do know women who think about doing, you know, like, in my own personal like, femdom or different other kind of things like that. And I, I've had conversations, and I don't know it personally, but I'm like, you can kind of tell. And some of them have said it, where they believe, like, if they just kind of say, I do this, maybe, like, put it on, like, social media, that the floodgates will come. And like to your point, like you have to put yourself out there and you have to make connections and and be a risk taker. And and because like it's not like people, like you said, whether middle of Wisconsin or even California or New York, you're not going to if you don't put yourself out there, people aren't going to just keep coming and like an endless flood of people knocking on your door saying, hey, I'm here. Like you have to do those things. Correct. Exactly. And that's with not just with this business it's with every business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's just, um, it's just how, how, how passionate are you? How much are you willing to make it work? I never, it never bothered me to even think about like 
reading, like, I don't know, like sometimes I feel like this has been my purpose in life because I've never had concerns about my safety, about meeting, you know, a stranger in a hotel room. Like, because people ask that all the time, well, don't you have a bodyguard or do you have a boyfriend that stands there at the door? I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, like I've, I've never been concerned and maybe I'm ignorance is bliss or whatever, but I've never had that, had that. And, um, I just feel like this whole industry was something that I was meant for. I was destined to be who I am. I was destined to beat up men in hotel rooms and to do events and to do seminars. Yeah. You know, like this was God's purpose for me. Yes. <laughs> well, you you are great at it, so I believe so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I now ask me like, you know, 20 years ago, whether I thought or 25 years ago, God, I've been in this business for so long already. If you would have ever, if I would have ever thought my life would be the way it is today, else no, you know, never. I would have never dreamed that I would be where I'm at. But I have no complaints. I'm happy. I want to spread this. I want to spread the mixed wrestling industry um, to other women that have, you know, to the women out there that are open-minded and, you know, willing to explore different things. Absolutely. And, you know, I want to ask you a question because, and rightfully so, it's, and, and also, well, I'll say this real quick, and I, I'm glad you said it because I totally understand when you say, like, it's it's Session Girls being owned by a woman, and it's nothing, like, that doesn't mean, like, anti-man, but it just is important because no matter how empathetic I can be, I, I will never know what it's like to be in your shoes or any of the other ladies' shoes. I, you know, so when the, if they went, say, hypothetically, I was like part owner of Session Girls and they talk about what it's like being a woman traveling and doing these things, I, I can un, I can empathize, but I'll never know the way you will know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that that's really important for, I think, like, especially this industry, like to have someone who, yeah, they see like Jen Thomas owns Session Girls. She's been in the trenches just like I have, and she knows what it's like, and she understands where, like, Deremy or D-Rock doesn't. I can empathize, like I said, but I'll never fully know it. Right. We all walk in the same shoes, so we can understand we can understand each other better and more and able to express our concerns or just be able to uh, just be able to communicate better with, you know, amongst each other as women. You know, because you just, you said it perfect. You know, you you haven't. You know, you're you. We we're the ones that provide you the session. We're the providers. Right. So, you know, to have a female provider that's we we all know the business together. We've all done the same things together. We can relate to each other better, and because of that, we know we just we want to communicate with each other more because we understand each other. It's all about just basic understanding. So. Absolutely. And you know what's interesting to me, and I don't know if this is something, I'm not sure if it gets talked about when you, like, ladies are around each other. Like, I, I don't know. Like, but I, to me, like, seeing, and there's still a long way to go, but I would say the past, like, decade, seeing, like, the body positivity movement and, like, like I said, there's still ways to go where people to understand and being body positive, like, but the seeing it like take off more and people are more comfortable in their own skin and stuff like that. And I'm wondering, like, is that something that like 
gets talked about or like cause I know like sometimes I've talked to people like friends of mine like women who are my friends about this and they may see someone who's built like a, a bodybuilder or a former MMA fighter and are like well I don't look like them and it's like well it doesn't have to and I say it but it doesn't sound the same coming from me but like does that like get talked about like body positivity and like you don't have to necessarily it's not like a one body kind of thing to be a and that's what makes that's what makes us session girls like a hidden treasure because it's not cookie cutter we're all different shapes and sizes with all different skills um and they're all amazing for our uniqueness Mm -hmm. you know it's uh you're not we're not going to look at your photo and say, oh, you don't belong on session girls because you look like you're 10 pounds overweight. We would never say that because it's not about how much you weigh. It's not about what you look like. It's not what about, it's about how passionate you are. And anyone that's passionate, that's, uh, is going to have the skills because, you know, I like to practice what I preach. If I say that I'm a wrestler, I better deliver like I'm a freaking wrestler. And you better know that I'm a wrestler because you can, I have the experience. I have the training. I don't want to be one of those girls that say, oh, yeah, I'm going to join session girls. <laughs> you know, it's a mixed wrestling site. But, yeah, I have no clue about wrestling. You know, I, I, I like women to be who they claim that. Right. So, um, but also, I'm not, you know, you, we're all different. We're all unique. And we're all beautiful. And we are all strong. So the only the only thing I have a pet peeve with is just like I said, girls that come onto the site where I'm not really there for the right reasons. Yeah. So. Absolutely, and I and I think I could say for me that is what I found because even though I'm you know as a man and don't get me wrong I think definitely women go through it more with you know issue you know body issues than men do but men do go through it and i for me like this is this being session wrestling and you know the body positivity movement has really helped me be i can be honest more comfortable in my own skin and i do think that is what i i probably can be honest with you jennifer I, i didn't notice it until probably the past like year or so where like this is really cool where this industry that's in like the the kink kind of but like there, you'll you'll find so many different sizes, shapes, and they're all embraced, and and it's not like oh well you have to look like so and so to get it. Like everyone's embraced, and everyone seems to be really cool with each other, and and I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's one thing that makes us so special, is mm. just for the fact that we're not that we don't have a set standard that pretty much anything and everything goes. You know we're we're all like a, a variety of everything and I'm proud of that. No, absolutely. No, I think it's great. And so, and you know, and with the, it, the adversity is a wonderful thing. I've, I love diversity. So, you know, and with the seminar, I, I just am very happy that this will be our second one and we plan on, you know, who knows, possibly go to another city and hold another seminar uh, in, in the next couple months. So just uh, continuing to grow with the seminars to be able to, you know, teach the new session girls that are there and, and, um, just having us grow together. And like you said, network and create a stronger community. Uh, that's, that's the whole number one goal. And I plan on, um, 
doing that in Tampa this weekend with Des and Sarah and all the other amazing women. And, uh, you know, we'll have to, um, you know, see where it leads us for the future. No, absolutely. Absolutely, for sure. And just to make sure I get it, I know it's it's May 25th in Tampa. Is it multiple days or just May 25th, the, the seminar? Just May 25th, one okay. day. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. And are there going to be customs with it as well, or is it just a seminar? Well, we did advertise because we figured since we're all going to be there together, why not advertise for customs and see what kind of video requests that we can get? Um, you know, and, and, you know, and do some video work on top of it, you know, like, why not? Oh, no, absolutely. And I just want to make sure where can, uh, people, if they haven't done that, where can they go to request customs? Yeah, well, they can email me at jennifer at sessiongirls.com. And, uh, we have an amazing lineup as far as the girls that will be there. We have Paris Love, we got Gia Love, we got Carmen, we have Kelly Winters, um, we have uh, Onyx Kim, we have Veronica Valentine, we have Sarah Brooke, Des, myself. So, I mean, there's such amazing um, women that are going to be there. So anyone that wants to have a fantasy match come to life, just email me and we'll make it happen for you. Okay. No, email Jennifer at SessionGirls.com. You know, I'm curious. I don't think I've ever asked you, what is, like, I guess... Overall, I don't know if it's changed over the years or not. What is that most like requested kind of session slash custom for you? Like, is there one that like you get more than others, or is it like a hosh posh? Mm-hmm. It's a hosh posh. It's a mix of everything, which yeah. I like. You know, because yeah. I don't get bored if I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. Oh, okay, cool. Now, is yeah. there? I don't know. I don't know if you want to say. Is there one that like? You get a little more excited for than the others if you get like that request in a for a session or for a video. Well, I really enjoy pro wrestling because that's where I started with. I mean, that's how I started in this whole world was with pro wrestling. So, like uh, just the day before yesterday, I had eight pro matches to do that were customs, and it's just I love pro wrestling. <laughs> So that's, I kind of really get excited when I get requests for pro style. That's awesome. And do you, does that also, like we're seeing the, in WWE, the women's like revolution and how I think it's been awesome these past like four or five years, what we've seen, does that kind of give you encouragement also for like the growth, the potential of session wrestling, seeing what WWE finally, you know, I'm, I don't want to complain because they did. Uh, to me, it was long overdue, but they wised up. And to me, like the the reason why I watch now is to see the women and not just like the diva stuff, but awesome matches and awesome storylines. Like, does that kind of give you hope for session wrestling growing too, seeing what WWE has done? Yes, but it more so gives me uh, more hope with women on fire and creating oh. my own women's wrestling promotion and having it grow to WWE status. I think that would be amazing. Uh, you know, to see, because before, like, again, like even WWE, they were kind of cookie cutter. They were kind of like, you know, if you look like a Hooters girl, you're going to get hired. It doesn't even, doesn't even matter if you know how to freaking train or not. Right. You know, that, that's, that, that's the way it was back in the day. But now they've moved forward where they're actually hiring talent. And that's what I'm all about is hiring talent and women that have the desire and the passion 
to actually wrestle the, it, where it's not just all about being in the spotlight, you know, like right. your skills, your wrestling, your background, your, your blood, sweat and tears is what puts you in the spotlight versus just being thrown in the spotlight with no work behind it. No, that, and that or, makes, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. No. In fact, I have a quote. I have another quote. It says, "If you are in this, if you are, if you are in the spotlight without being the light, you will always be in the dark." Mm. That's that's a so, good, that's so you're on fire with these quotes today, Jen. <laughs> well, hey, I didn't. I have never told you that I actually have a book of quotes that are quotes that come to my mind while I'm doing my cardio or while I'm doing my training. And I have a book. It's called Chaotic Spirit, but I haven't done anything with it yet. It's just sitting in my drawer. But oh. uh, I have I have my own Jennifer Thomas book of quotes. So one of these days I'll get it published and sell it. <laughs> no, absolutely. Because I can say for the listeners, I mm -hmm. have seen, you know, been knowing Jen. Our first session was December of 2012, believe it or not. And we've always exchanged quotes back and forth. And, and mm -hmm. it's one of those things <laughs> that's that's really awesome. And I think... You know, it's one of those things that I wish, sometimes I wish, like, and I know I've talked to you about it, like, a documentary crew, because, you know, that's the real beauty of it. Like, don't get me wrong, I love, like, the sessions, but honestly, it's the amazing conversations that are just as, you know, awesome and important to me. Like, those real connections that you're making that, like, you know, it's 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 a special time when you're when someone's coming to your city or if you live in that city you know and you get to see that person it's those awesome because i bet you if someone you know i said hey yeah i session with jen they would never think that so much of our conversation is inspiring each other motivating each other giving each other these different quotes and you know words of wisdom and inspiration they wouldn't think that they think it's something else but no like that's that's a lot of what it is and like it's it's really cool yeah, thank you. Nice. It's all about substance, you know, having substance behind it. Huh? No, for having sure. Something, having depth to it, you know, it's, this is, it's not about just what's on the surface. There's more to it than just the surface. So, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy. I'm so proud of you because I think these are things that, to me, there's only good that can come from it. Like what you're going to be doing this weekend and having that seminar because I think it just makes those connections people grow and people understand and kind of learn because to me there's there's enough whether it's financial or you know building a brand whatever the case may be or just having that connection and living your passion all those things there's enough opportunities out there for all you ladies and like i think it's good to have like people like yourself and des and everyone saying Here's the ways to do it. And maybe some people can give ideas that you guys were like, oh, we didn't think about that. Like, that's really cool. Like, it's always good to kind of have those, those like, meeting of the minds on, like, how we can help each other and how we can make this grow. I think it's awesome. Right. I think the, I think the main thing is just follow your heart and do what you love to do. And I'm just in an industry where it's about mixed wrestling. We love to freaking dominate men we love to wrestle we love to showcase our strength and we are passionate about it and it's not about making one dream come true it's about making many dreams come true and uh and to help us together 
create those dreams. So it's not just, like I said, it's like not one empire, it's many empires within the empire, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think all of us women, when we're passionate about what we're doing, we're going to get there one way or another, but it'll be much easier if we have a team behind us helping us along the way. No, absolutely. Who knows? I, mm -hmm. You kind of get me motivated. I may talk to Hans about we have a seminar for us guys on, you know. Absolutely. Thank you, because I guys have been asking to be part of this seminar in Tampa and the other seminar. And Bez believes it should be women only, women only. And I understand it should be women only, but I told Bez, I'm like, Bez, men need this too you know so maybe somehow we can cut it to where women have the first half men have the second half or maybe we have something happen but i think definitely there is a need and a desire for men to also be included in the in this mix of things well yeah because you know i look at it this way and i'm not sure how it is for you personally i know i've talked to other like session wrestlers like off-air and maybe even on-air, I'm not sure, but I know off-air about, like, looking for guys to be in the videos and how sometimes, like, it, it's not easy. Like, in your area, like, if you're a session wrestler, getting guys to be in the – or getting just people to be in those videos and, you know, maybe talking to guys about, hey, building that relationship and doing it the right way to, like, being like that, I don't want to say a jobber, but I don't know the right word. Maybe jobber is the right word. I'm not sure, but. No, it's not the right word. You want to know what the right word is? What's the right word? <laughs> male talent. Male talent. Okay. Male talent. Male so, talent. And I'm going to, I'm working on a project right now that I'm, I don't want to announce because, you know, I like, I want to make sure it's ready and there's, it actually exists before I say anything. Right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> But one of my goals is to where male talent can sign up and have their own category within the website. So, for example, I'm going to Tampa. Let's say that I want to I want to do a few videos, but I need some guys to be in the videos. Right. I can type in Tampa uh, male talent and those profiles of guys that are available for videos in Tampa. I can reach out to them and see if they would be happy would want to be in my videos with me. That's yes, you know? yeah. That's mm -hmm. that's genius. That that's exactly and and how because I'm sure there's things that you know people who are male talent they think oh it's just easy but there's things to it as well. I mean because you want you know you're selling a video like the the way it's done just like just like having a producer with the production quality is important but also if you have someone who just has a dead face and you're putting them in holds and stuff and they're they, they're like a limp fish it doesn't really kind of help you either like you know like they have to know like it's that to me like the videos i like is when i see chemistry with you and that male talent or whoever like it's like oh mm -hmm. okay like and that takes like it's not just you walk on on set and you get it like it, it takes time and takes understanding and takes patience too because you know sometimes right. i've heard the videos aren't yeah, you know, they might you might see them like when they're up on like that page or on clips for say over twenty minutes, but it may take like three or four hours to to get everything. Like you never know. Right, you're right. You know, so definitely, I mean, you you definitely want to have the skill set, the charisma, the talent, um, no matter whether you're a guy or a girl. You know, but I just think there's a there's a need, and I haven't been able to provide it yet because the web, my current web programmer 
I mean, I'm not going to talk shit right now. I'll talk no, shit later. I got you. But it, he just, it just hasn't been able to happen. But I always thought it, these guys that want to be part of videos, where do they advertise themselves at? There's nowhere for them to advertise, right? So my thing is just like when I felt that girls needed a place to manage their own profiles, I want to create a platform for men, not just not even just for male talent, but what about men sessionguys.com you know what i mean like yeah. no <laughs> or, um, a, or a male directory where the guys that don't mind having a profile up girls can go search for the guy instead of the guy always having to search for the girl um we did an episode hans and i uh it dropped april 2nd and it was about that hans talked about on the episode um recently having women you know pay in like the differences and i talked to uh goddess gia about it back in november december and talking like you know how it would be different in a way you know like it's similar but like different like if like on the other end if like a woman wanted a session from a guy and the differences and and hans talked about it, it was an interesting so for those listening like check the archives um but it's i think like i think it you know I don't know the numbers. I think people would be interested in that. And, and I think I always wondered because I'm like, if I, I want, think, Oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, like in my mind, cause I've, I've, I don't, I kind of question myself if there's a demand of women that would pay for men to wrestle them. Like, I don't think that there would be a big, uh, <laughs> big number of women, but who knows? I may be wrong. Um, there's, so there's two type of male men for me. There's the men that enjoy wrestling women, the mixed wrestling. So you have those guys out there that I, you know, I don't know. It's hard for me to explain, but what about gay men? Right. I know that there's a demand for gay men to wrestle other men. Um, but where do you find that? You know, just offering something for men, you know, not just women all the time. No, absolutely, and I think that's huge because I I know I've thought about like how to be in someone's video, but a how to have that conversation and not seem like oh like he's just wanting something, but like really wanting to be hey helpful in any way, you know, and helpful in helping to grow, like you know, like hey I if you need somebody, like I'm I'm here to do you know certain types of videos, and I think it's it's cool, like. Because everyone does something different, so maybe. So let's say that let's say that you were a male talent and you're creating your profile. You could say, "Hi, my name is D Rock, and I'm available to do these type of videos. I can do lift and carry. I can do wrestling. I can do um, blah 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 blah." And you lift your you list your services, and that way, when the girl is looking for someone and they run into your profile, and you might be perfect for exactly what they need. Right, exactly. And girls can pay you to be part of that video because we don't believe that, you know, male talent should just do it for free. You know, you do get paid to be part of that video. No, absolutely. So I think that is, that's really important. And I think it's really, I think it's a great idea and something that like, yeah, maybe I, I definitely will talk to Hans, you know, so everyone listening to after hour sessions, you're hearing it first, but like trying to get maybe just a, and not to be exclusive, but like just a guy's seminar to make sure, like, hey, like, we have a part two. And, like, they think, like, I know, like, hey, well, I, I pay when so-and-so comes to town. It goes beyond that, you know? Like, mm -hmm. we, we have a part to help 
promote this. And especially the more we help promote it, the more great content, the more great, you know, relationships we get. Like to me, like I think it's great that, you know, I could say from 10 something years ago, like the the amounts of videos I saw in clips for sale or wherever, it was like, okay, this is a nice little, but now it's grown and there's like a hybrid of it. So if you want just straight like grappling, if you want mixed wrestling, want lift and carry, if you want some sensual wrestling, there's all kinds of things that like 10, 15 years ago, I didn't see nearly as much. And I think it's like really cool that it's like, it's growing to that. So to me, it's like, let's help. We have to do our part because we, we also benefit by getting more session wrestlers who like more people want to do it and more great content and great venues to, you know, show our love and passion for this. Correct. Because it's not just us women that have love and passion for this. It's like all of us together. So, you know, just giving, uh, giving a platform for, you know, men as well, not just women. And that's why I think it would be great if you and Hans could somehow come up with a, a male seminar as well and even you know invite a few girls that are willing to give their perspective because women and men think differently that's why they have books called what men from mars women from venus or mm-hmm. something like that yep yep so um so yeah i definitely think that 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 would be awesome if you guys could do something like that no absolutely absolutely and uh i will definitely keep you posted jen and, and also our listeners and I know that, you know, I appreciate the time you gave and I, I know you're on a on a busy schedule as always. So I just want to plug it in May 25th, Tampa, this awesome, amazing wrestling seminar. Um, if you want to do a uh, so if a lady you haven't signed up yet, like, please do, you know, let Jennifer know Jennifer at sessiongirls.com. And also if, you know, fellas, ladies, if you want to request a custom. You can email Jennifer at Jennifer at sessiongirls.com to, you know, pay for an amazing custom because you're having the best of the best there. And so you want that dream scenario. This is this is the time. Yes. Well, I really appreciate you having me today. And you're right. I am on a busy schedule. I actually have someone to go beat up at Treasure Island in about an hour and a half. <laughs> yes. So cool. So cool. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> where else do you? That's why this podcast is so great to do, and like I love it because where else? Like you're getting paid. You're getting paid to go beat up somebody. Like it's like very few like times you can say that, and it's like yeah, like you know, you're not getting arrested or nothing. It's like yeah, like it's awesome. I think that's what's great. Like it's so cool. I'm a beatdown specialist. Yes, so, you yes. are. Yes, you are. Uh, and you're right. I do love it, and I get paid for it, and that's what makes life so amazing. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you for having me. And um, I look forward to speaking to you again and seeing you again. And please keep me posted on uh, possible seminars for the men. Absolutely. I would love to to support that. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I know, you know, after this podcast and once you kick whoever's butt you got to (laughs) kick, there's, you know, from conversations we had before and from this, there's a lot of ideas I want to run by you and, you know, do my part in helping to take stuff off your plate and helping this to grow so i will uh we'll definitely be talking more and more so but sounds great and thank you so much again yeah absolutely most important it's always great just talking to you someone i enjoy just speaking with um so i'm grateful for that i'm grateful for the friendship jennifer so thank you thank you and you have a good rest of the evening out there on the east coast that's right and so everyone that's the one and only jen thomas um d-rock 
Thank you guys for listening to After Hours Sessions. Peace.